We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Our guest today, legend out of Duke. <laughs> Dukey Blue Devil, 13-year NBA career, a member of what I consider the greatest uh, NBA championship team of all time, the 2016 Cavs. I appreciate you. Now, assistant coach with Ty Lue, the Los Angeles Clippers, Dante Jones. We appreciate you pulling up. Appreciate you guys. I forgot he's the... He's a LeBron fan, so he over here hyping up your championship. 3-1 comeback? Yeah, yeah. 73 and 9 Warriors? <laughs> no. That doesn't yeah, mean I'm anything anymore. Deal, deal, deal. 73 yeah, and 9. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're I'm right, just saying. But, all right, before we got a ton of stuff we're going to cover with you, but I got to hit you on something first. You're born in Trent, New Jersey. I was born out that way, too, but grew up in L.A. But New York Hoopers, they think that they have, you know, the best ballers, even though obviously that title goes to L.A. But I want to ask you, do you feel like New Jersey Hoopers get the love that they deserve? I don't think so. Uh, we had this big conversation about, like, where you from? Like, what, what do you declare is somebody where they being from? Is that, like, where they were born at or is where they went to high school at? But we got a bunch of guys from Jersey that can hoop. Um, my cousin Al Harrington was no more playing in the country. Shaq was born in Jersey. Kai is from Jersey. Like, we got, we got Hoopers that have come, J.R. Smith, mm -hmm. Jersey. We got a whole bunch of people that have come through and we don't get a lot of credit because we don't really stand on the whole New York side of everything, and we definitely keep ourselves separate from from New York. Uh, I, I personally think the Cali get the New love. York. No, no, of course we the best. But, no, but, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say y'all the best. Y'all the biggest state. Like we have the best ballers. Okay, cool. Cali or LA? LA. This crew of guys in the NBA right now, currently, yes. Period. Not at all time. You know, I like you know the, you know, Baron Davis. You know, all of them, right? Paul Ooh, Pierce. Brian Brady, Paul Pierce, they're in the same. Yeah, they're in the same. Yeah, we all but, like this. But after that, and then you go, the, the, the Valley's finest. Yeah, the Valley. Yeah, yeah, you got all, you got all of us, <laughs> man. But yeah. what's so funny what is, is you, but dude, dude, New York, New York fell off with Mulberry now. I wouldn't say they fell off with that. No, because <laughs> the problem with New York is that guys go to prep schools other places. Yeah, because so, they be like, old as shit. They be like 20 no, in high school, and, so they got to go. is old now, too. Now now they got 19-year-old uh, freshmen and stuff right now, so you know, let's not, let's <laughs> yeah. not do that. We done, we done fell into that pool, but that's what happened to New York, though. It was like it prep prep became, in yeah. Maine. And, but like fifth year, sixth year, seventh year prep schools. Oh, like you said, grown Families coming into college already. But see, I think that's why no one can keep up with New York ballers, because they prep school. They're, yeah, they're junior, senior year, so you don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's a little tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, want to hit you, okay? We talk about Jersey ballers. Who's the best player to come out of Jersey that you've played against? Not played, played against? against? Yeah, played against. So, not, not, not all encompassing, but somebody you hooped against. I mean, you could say Al. You could say, you know. But, Kai. And there we have it. And I've technically played against yeah, Kai. Yeah, for sure. Kyrie Irving, yeah. He's so, the he's most, most skilled guard, in my opinion, of all time. Like, he can score in all levels. He can spot up, shoot. He can create for himself. He can post. Like, he's one of the best finishers at the basket of all time. Like, he's, he's a lot to handle. Can go both ways. Can I mean, finish both did ways. Did you play against Wagner? I played, so he, I played against him my senior year, his freshman year. Uh. So he was All-State first team with me my senior year of high school. So it was him, me, Danny Miller, Al Harrington, Jason Williams was a junior. So he was that good already? Troy Murphy. He was that good already? Yeah, at freshman, he was, he was destroying people. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He could get to a bucket. Like, he, 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 was, he was just scoring. Like, he could score 30 a game. I played him, actually, my senior year in the preseason, and, he, and I, I took a charge and he broke his wrist. Mm. And I almost died. <laughs> because they carried, like, two, 300 people with him everywhere he went, and then they're in our gym, about to shut our gym down. Like, but he was young, so he didn't have his pull-up game together. Like, he was just diving at the basket fully. I took a charge. He fell on his wrist. He died a couple weeks. So they blamed you for that? They were ready? Kind of did, because, like, he was, he was Jesus in that era of basketball. Like, he had a full crowd that followed him everywhere he went. I was at Rutgers, and I went to, like, a state maybe championship game at Rutgers, and it was all an arena full of people for him. Just for him. And they filled it up better than we filled it up. Jay-Z was at that game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. people came, really came to see, see him. He was, a, he was a phenom, but like before, like LeBron James of the phenoms. Like, he had this, our state on lock. Because yeah, when I was, uh, I was at Jordan camp, Jordan camp was at 99. No, J Jordan camp, yeah, no, 2000 is after my uh, freshman year. And he came to the Jordan camp, and that's all you heard. They didn't care about nobody else. Listen, and, not, oh, we got white. And he never disappointed you. Just like his son. I went to see his son the other day. Mm -hmm. His son, they, he does not disappoint you. Like, he's out there fully dominating. They, they can score oh, yeah. any level. He can play. He's tough. He, 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 they can do it all. Like, mm -hmm. especially on the high school level. Like, he's, his son is nice. Son is nice? <laughs> yes. At, at, as they guarantee it, he is nice. <laughs> he can get to he a bucket. Yes. Okay, okay, he okay, ain't okay. scared of nobody. Is he going to be better than Pops? Probably because pops can give him some game. Like yeah. every every generation is gonna be better than the next, and and that's what we that's what you hope for. Mm -hmm. We hope for that he can be better than pops. Pops is gonna try and teach him where he went wrong and, and how he can make him better, and and hopefully he can he can take it is somewhere. Is he an explosion pops like pops? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pop, pop, pops could shoot from and pops was shooting at the hash mark before people were shooting at the hash mm -hmm. mark, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like pops had a pull up game as a sophomore. Yeah. Like get to a spot and pull up when everybody else is just trying to run it into people and just not understanding the game of basketball. He got all that, he's fast, he can run the point, he can get downhill, he's made, he, he, he seems like he has, he plays the game in a more full manner, but as a scorer, as a scorer too, like he can really control a game. So let's talk about your son, Tanner. Oh, I was watching some highlights. That's, uh, that's his favorite, but I'm just, it's tough. Just and tough. for people that, you know, obviously your NBA career, but at Duke and the stuff that you were getting off, I'm watching clips of your son, I'm like, damn, this looks like, like, I tell you, back in the day when he was just free to go get buckets, do what he wanted to do. When you look, he's going to be a junior in high school now, mm -hmm. right? 
Now, how do you help him? I saw an interview he did uh, for a paper, and he was talking about just kind of dealing with the pressure of following in your footsteps. How do you help him deal with that? And, and do you put any pressure on him to follow in your footsteps as well, or to just you know let him worry about being his own man and, and having his own game? Well, first of all, we have two separate games. Period. Mm -hmm. My yeah. son is extremely skilled. Um, he can Facts. really shoot the ball. Facts. Um, but you, you said you couldn't do it. I mean, well, no, no. He just has. He's been developed differently. Like, I, he's been playing basketball since he was in Pampers. Like, okay. I remember he was, like, 18 months old, learning how to walk, and he's shooting at a, on, on, on the wall of, of my room door. Like, he was, he's been ingrained in basketball. Some of his first words were defense. Like, he's been, been in arenas his whole type of life. I didn't have that life. So he's been dribbling this ball and been, like, he's coming to YouTube era, been watching plays, learning how to play, been in NBA arenas, like, learning from different guys, been around Kai at an early age, been around Brown at an early age, like, seeing all this stuff. So his game is more mature than mine. I started really playing basketball in, like, sixth, seventh grade. Yeah. And never really thought about being a professional athlete until I got to college, until, like, my cousin Al was like, yo, when you getting coming into the draft? And I was like, no. How you do it? Like, yeah, like I, I was always preparing for life after basketball. I was wanting to go get a, um, a college scholarship, play basketball in college, but like I didn't really think it didn't really cross my mind that I was could be a professional athlete. So from the door, that's been his focus. So he's 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 kind of focused his game after like a Kai. Um, he can score. He can get downhill. He can really shoot it. He, he has my build. He's strong and athletic. But he just plays it, he plays it at a different level than I did because I was, I, I didn't have the opportunity to be a guard. Like, I was the biggest person on my team, they put you in the post. Like, now they'll let a seven foot person play guard. Like, back then, they just, you're big, you're a center, you're a power forward. I didn't play, I didn't play guard to AAU in like my junior year. And my AAU coach was like, no, you're a shooting guard. I thought I was a four. Okay, cool. Now I get to, now I get to do some different things. But, so he's been a point guard his whole life, a big point guard at that. And, and, and he, had, he had some gifts that I just didn't have. I didn't focus on shooting. I just was just having fun and hooping. Yeah, I'm his agent, so. Uh, yeah, he, he, love, he loves the kid. Yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's better than Dante. <laughs> it's not, it's, yes, and, yes. And, and, and we got all the skills, we got the dribble skills, we got the hesitation. And um, I'm kind of disappointed in Dante because he put him on another AAU team when that's my guy. That is, that is all, know, has always I, been I, his guy. I, I teach my guy one four flat. Do not care about the rest of the team. The one four. He was the one I used to say, hey, don't pass. It's okay. Do you? One four flat. Yeah, he's, 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 bad. he's bad for him in that area. <laughs> but, but how I try to help him out, we watch clips. Like, I, now that I am a coach, I get to see it in a different capacity, yeah. break the game down for him, show him how to be a point guard. Um, just teach him different intricacies because it, it can get kind of boring because he plays in Missouri. So, like, he can dominate off his body. Mm -hmm. But now you, you're on the EYBL um, stage right now and you're used to just being able to dominate people who now they're maybe bigger or faster than you. Now you have to, like, think it with your mind and you have different responsibilities. So now I get to be more hands-on because I also only have him during the summer. So what's it like for you both of y'all just seeing that world now? Hey, you know, coming up, it was, you know, regional, sectional. Like, you were playing with guys... <laughs> In the same area. Now you get an EYBL, dudes is jumping teams, you got trades, free agent. I mean, you got all this crazy stuff going on now with these leagues. I think, you know, e EYBL, all of that is just, it's it's a money play now. So it's not the same when we came up. You know, like the teams then were just all dominant players. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, if you was a freshman and you was on that team, you was high level. Like, just to be a freshman 
on a traveling team back then, you was nice as hell. There was no 15U, 16U, 16U gold, platinum, and hold back. It was just <laughs> one team. <laughs> and if you was nice, you made that team. If you didn't, see your ass next tryout, goddammit. See, that's, 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 see, that, we, I had a different experience. Being on the East Coast, like, we only came and saw the West Coast. Mm -hmm. For Vegas tournament, yeah, like yeah. In, the Bigfoot, yeah, and then maybe pump and run in Dominguez or something. Right. Something so, like so that. first time I saw like Mike Miller, I was like, oh man, like I never had seen a six eight white guy that could like dunk and and really shoot and like really be athletic. This my I was I was blown away mm -hmm. because we don't just have those on the East Coast. But my team was we had oh, we had the same jersey, different short. Everybody had their own shorts and their own shoes. But like me and my cousin Al, and we had some dudes from around the way. And they were just putting us on, on the circuit. Like we didn't. It, they oh, could hoop. Bullshit team. We we, we one of them. Like, oh, but they could hoop. Not matching shorts. Like it was. <laughs> but my coach Sandy Pioni was like taking kids from his area and like taking care of them. So like um, Randy Foy was one of them. Like um, Kai was one of them. He had an, he had another big man. Um, I can't remember his name before, but Al was one of his one of his products. Like they were kids from around the way that he just put oh. and showed them a different side of basketball. I would literally have to drive an hour and a half to go to practice every every day. So my parents, my parents actually worked in New Jersey. My parents worked in New Brunswick. They would come back south home from work, and then we would go up to North Jersey to take me to practice twice a week. So that's like, that's, that then could possibly be like three hours of driving just to go and practice a day because we didn't have any AAU teams where I was from. Oh, so there was, there so, was basically no. Yeah, so we were just, we, I was, I found a team, a team that was, Kind of had some sponsorship, and was going a couple places, and jumped on it. I didn't, I didn't have a collection of like killers to go with. You probably had some some kids that could really, really, really hoop. I'm six six, but I might be the third tallest dude on the team. I had me, Al. I'm trying to see the next person that played with me. Uh, remember um, James James Felton? No. Six ten kid that went no. to St. John's, but he was he. Nobody, but like nobody. I'm sorry, has Rodney White. Okay, yeah. Rodney White, I had Rodney White for a couple of tournaments, but like Rodney was floating between DC and Philly, like his family. Also, he was his a family, salt. But team. yeah, but his family structure kept changing, so he was in different places at that time. So we he had us for a couple of tournaments. Like we but we didn't have the resources. We didn't have yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was blown away when CMH had Jordan uniforms. Yeah, we got it. Y'all was a poor like, AAU team. We, we got it. We got it. We, it was like a parking lot. So we didn't have we didn't we didn't have what y'all had. Should I play with the K Swiss squad? Which bro, you played with forty stars too, though. Four, and forty had no gear. We had the matching unis, though. But, oh, but, but then my senior year, since I, I graduate at like I was a sixteen year old senior and a seventeen, I graduated at seventeen. When I graduated, another. I started playing with the Tim Thomas players. Mm. So they, they started getting like really yeah, funding yeah, and yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim was putting money behind them. So I got to play my age, but I'm technically going to college. So I got, okay. so I got a little bit of that as a senior, but I didn't get the full brunt of everything because it's But, that, but that's what back then, like I didn't really like, like DC Assault when they came in, you know, DeMar Johnson, Kevin Lau, Majestic and all. Yeah, so we had yeah, to play, we had to play. Had to play, had to play like, like, um, <laughs> Uh, what's the name with um, Ron Artest, Eric Barkley, Reggie the Jesse, yeah. with um, Riverside, Riverside Church? Yeah. Yeah. We had to play against them. Um, Y'all got smacked. No we, no, we actually competed with them. No, 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 no. They, they're a year earlier than us. So got smacked. the teams that we had to compete with were like um, the Lynn Greers and the um, Rasul Butlers in Philly. Atlantic, the Philly team, Atlantic um, Celtics, probably. Atlanta Celtics. Yeah, um, 
what's the name? CMH. So they had Corey Maggette, Earl Watson. Um, that was Mike Miller's Jerome on that squad. Rush. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they was a little older than me, so I didn't get to see that. Yeah, they were, they were a little older, but then, they, but then Jerron is my class, and Corleone Young is my class. Those are top two, top five people in the country. Like we got to see them. They have full funding and stuff. They first team with Jordan uniforms. We was like, man, yeah, like, my, we don't know my, what we doing. Our team was when they had uh, uh, Tyson Chandler was a, a, a freshman, and then you had the couple. It was not. It was not the Cal. It was uh, Southern Cal All Stars. Yeah, the Southern Cal. It was uh, Kenny Bruner, Jason Thompson, Tysha, uh, Tayshawn Prince. And then you had uh, Jason Thomas. Okay. And then you had, which that he was God. My, <laughs> he was God. There was a kid I had on, on, on the West Scott. And uh, then the Jason Capel and um um not, was it Jason Capel? Yeah, out of um. That's over in your area. What's the name? Um, D, D, um, um, DC had teams, but Virginia had teams. Virginia had teams too. Uh, Ronald Curry. Like Ronald Curry was on that Jason team. Jason Capel, like they though they have they have full team. Boo Williams. They have full. Yeah, but see, that's what I said. Full okay, teams. So. But see, that's what I said back then. We had to play against them, but we didn't really have what they had. We, but we'd be that team that, like, you look at them like, yeah, we're going to smack them, and then now you're in a full battle with us. <laughs> but see, that's what I said. But now it's, now everyone spreads. Everyone spreads. So you have one guy on here. Like, you you play against a team, you beat them by, like, 45, and you're like, you AAU team? Because mm-hmm. a parent got mad, her son wasn't playing. Right. Now she want to create her own little team. Right. You know what I mean? That's There's so many AAU teams. Yeah, There's so many AAU teams now can, that it's just like, ah. You could jump from AAU teams. Yeah, that's what they but, do. But jump, we didn't have a jump. full circuit. Like, I appreciate the circuit now where you can't really run. Like, you got to see these dudes every week. Like, they all in the same. Like, I, my first time being on the circuit, EYL, was like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is heaven. Because... Look at that court, and you see a little, 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 little DJ Wagner, and you get to see, like, oh, this is real. Like, it's, it's basketball heaven for me, mm-hmm. for a guy who, you may go to a tournament, but not, but that guy that you see ranked may not ever be there. Everybody, everybody in this gym, you could go to court four and see three dudes in the top 10 or and another dude over there playing against them. Like, you got, you got to see these people. You can't run. Yeah, see, that's how it was where, you know, pump camp when, like, Carlos Boozer and them, like, because mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer, he was the last, I thought, I thought he was a, a counselor. Camp counselor. That's how big he was. Grown man with the, he had like the ball cut back then. Bro, like I came like, yo, hey, uh, hey, where's the lunch, where's the lunch area? He was like, uh, I'm looking for that too. How do you not know where the lunch area you work here? He's like, I don't work here, I'm a sophomore. Wait, come here? Yeah. Yeah, I called my dad. I, was like, I went back to my room, called my dad, and said, "Yo, I don't think I'm gonna make it to the NBA." Like, <laughs> I just seen the real NBA player, man. That man was like six ten, like he was big as hell. He an NBA player. Fast forward about forty minutes. I'm walking in the gym. All I see is something go off the backboard. Carlos Boozer. Yeah, man. Break the rim. Blue. Yeah, but you don't get this. Like, you, I was like, I, would, I never got to see him because. Why am I here? He was younger, but like you, you hear about stuff like that. But and now these kids actually get to see it all. Like you get to go on that court and see that dude. I remember Lamar Odom, Khalil Alamine on the same team, Long Island Panthers. They had a seven-one dude too. Mm. So imagine that. You got a, you got a, you got a six-eleven guy who can handle the ball. You never seen that. And Khalil Alamine who controls the show. We, my, my next dude is six-nine, and it's me and Al. Just like, uh, we gotta figure it out. Like it, you know, there was this dude. He I don't know if he was good, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. I went to ABCD camp. All right. They called his man. They called him the refrigerator or the freezer. Right. And I was like, why do you got? Why you got that nickname? He says, all I do is break glass. 
I said, what? All I do is just break, I just shatter the backboard. Big dude, all he had was kilo marks on his back. Because whenever he dumped, he broke and shattered the glass and the glass cut him. See? Sure enough. <laughs> like, dang. So I remember saying that. Like, yeah, I'm going I, home. I didn't really think I was going to be a basketball player. Like, I thought I'd go to college and hoop, but like, I, you said DC Assault, Keith Bogans, Demar Johnson, yep, yep. Kevin Lyon, yep. um, other dude that went to um, another big man went to Maryland. Um, that was on the Final fourteen with them. The other uh, big um, Lonnie Baxter. Lonnie Baxter. Lonnie Baxter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We start the game off. It's a break. Demar Johnson dunk on the, from the free throw line on one of my teammates. This ain't for me, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like we gonna get this game over with. But like they they got full animals. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. It's wild though, you see dudes like DeMar and what he meant back in those days, and now people, but you know, casual, whatever time we want to use, they don't even have an appreciation for like when dudes like that used to show up at the gym. I remember you talking about Boozer and Ebo, what they had like Deshaun yeah, Stevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I literally tweeted about this. I had to guard Boozer. I'm like a sophomore, junior in high school. Like, I'm, what am I supposed to do with this big ass grown man just getting embarrassed? <laughs> like, this grown man. Like, like, this is my Look like my dad. Yeah, but DeMar came like a grown man. He had a full Coogee outfit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, furs, DeMar was, like, DeMar was yeah, that he dude, full, for sure. Yeah, he, he was a full-funded individual. Yeah, like, uh, individual. Yeah, individual. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, this is like pre-social media. Yeah. These were the dudes you knew about, you know, because you would read whatever it was, and it was like, oh, yeah, DeMar is that dude. Like, Like, DeMar was that dude. Yeah. When, when he came west, he was that dude. On the, and on this side, he had, like, Ray Young, you had Ray Young. Ray Young, Vincent Yarbrough was, was that, that was people that like you hear about. You got, yeah, but I don't get to see them until ABCD. Yeah. And you either go to yeah. ABCD camp or, or Nike, Nike camp. camp. So I saw I saw the Ray Youngs and the Vincent Yarbroughs for my first time at ABCD being a, being a junior. And I was like, okay, now I, I can compete, but I didn't, I never, I, you just hear a name, you see lists. Mm -hmm. And just, now, just like you just put the face of lists. Oh, that's him? All right, cool. Like, they myths. What's so funny is I had to go back. Somebody's like, yo, what did you rank in your draft? I mean, where did you rank in high school? And I said, I think I broke 99. Same thing. So somebody was like, uh, who was in front of you? I was like, I don't know. I was always at the bottom somewhere, like 100, 150. I never actually looked at the top of the list. <laughs> I never looked up there. Right. So what I did was 
It's like a few years ago. I went back and looked, and I didn't realize Joe Johnson, they were actually all in my class. It was, it was just niggas at the top. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was at the top. I just, all, all I knew from that, like, in my class, who was like the man, it was basically Carlos Boozer and DeMar Johnson. That's the only person I seen from the heavens come down to this area. Other than that, I was in that 1150 area and I was just. But that gives now for like, we got sons, right? So now that gives them like the ability of like, now we have the foresight to look and tell them like, listen, no matter where you are right now, like as long as you just keep getting better and better every year because if I, I, could, I probably pulled somewhere, I was like 95 mm -hmm. and then I was 30 at, at the end of the year. But it didn't matter, those names at the top, that does not translate into what you wanna do. So like, as long as you just keep getting better and better, mm -hmm. some of that stuff just fizzles out. Like, some people just don't like basketball no more. Some people got bad habits. Mm -hmm. Some people can't get through school. Some people just like, <laughs> it was just, it was just given, the number was given. Yeah, like, number was it's, given. it's a whole- They was in the right place at the right time, and now- they, It's hard see some of these dudes and how they talk and how they move, and like, this dude's not gonna qualify. Right. This dude's not gonna qualify. qualify. Even now, like, we got younger, we got younger kids, too, that play on the same team. Mm -hmm. the, the, the top fourth grader, what does that look like for them? Like, they're giving numbers out way too early. That fourth whoa, grader... Whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I don't even know what you're... No, no. <laughs> I'm not saying you, that. You, that was your, that's your fault. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. But you understand. I love him like he's mine. That's, that's your my fault. my guy. My, my, my role with him is... Let's not even pay attention to that. Because mm -hmm. some people are really, like, living and dying on it. Like, wearing on a T-shirt. Yeah. Like, nah, whatever. <laughs> that number don't make no, that don't make no sense because they don't know. We just we got to keep getting better every day. And the, the best thing that he has is brothers and other people in his circle to keep him humble. Mm -hmm. So, but some kids like living a like the kid, and and I don't I don't know, but like the kid Mikey Williams, I felt bad for him because he got a lot of attention early. Mm -hmm. He's the number one ninth grader. He's the number one tenth grader. Like, you know how hard it is to keep that to keep that X on your back to not to not like get complacent to not like. Where I know where my stuff came from, I was always chasing. Mm -hmm. And you keep chasing and chasing, and at the end of the day, oh, we're here. Mm -hmm. But the ability to keep chasing is hard when you keep giving kids numbers way too early because then they get a little full of themselves and then they got to get humbled. You play your sons up mm -hmm. so, that, so they can be humbled. Yeah. yeah, you have to start managing in that because some, some people put their sons... We, we, we got like, he had to be 12. We played a 9U team. He the number one 9U player. Yeah, because he's 13 years old, man. Like, yeah, he got to be. Like, what, what you want to, but, but keep, people care about those numbers more than anything. They got to just keep getting better. And they got to love basketball because you can't do anything with basketball if you don't love it. If you don't love this and you don't care about getting better and, and, and you don't care about, like, making sacrifices and when things get tough and, and just, just having fun with it, then none of this stuff is going to be for you. None of it. So, question for both you guys: You playing in the pros? Were there guys that literally you thought didn't love the game? Oh, and how? I listen, mean, bro. And, and how many <laughs> on a squad? And how hard is it for players like yourselves who love the game, live, live, breathe, eat, sleep it, to, to be around guys that are just there for a check or whatever it may be? I played with some guys that that was so talented that they didn't have to put in a tenth of the work like I, I put in. And I put a guy, I played with guys who didn't love basketball at all and just showed up. Like, I played with a guy, we had practice at 12. He, you could see every day he walked in the gym at 11.57 to get dressed. <laughs> and, and somehow he find his way out at 12. And when practice over, you bring it in, boom, he walk out. Mm -hmm. Don't get no extra shots up, no shooting time before the game. Go in there and get busy. He never maximized his potential. He'll start, 
Go in there and get busy, go home. Just, just doing it because that's what, like, that's what fed his family, that's what he always done. From a small town, but like, it you didn't, one, bro? Huh? No, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm, I'm getting about oh, it. Hold on. I'm but, just saying, oh, I'm I, one, one thing, one thing that made, that made, that like, that kind of like destroyed me, right? <laughs> I signed with the Nuggets one year, and I signed after Summer League. So I showed up, right? I was going to be the 15th man, and I was going to work my way through whatever. I showed up to Denver. Me and JR got there early because we was going to start working out early. And every day, Allen Iverson would call and be like, yo, come to Dave & Buster's. They'll, they'll play shuffleboard, and they'll play pool to about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. AI go to the club. Hey, you know, AI like to have uh, a few drinks. Mm -hmm. he'll, he'll walk out the club. What time y'all going to the gym? We'll be there at 11. Me and Jerry at 11, AI don't show up. This is for like two months. Get the training camp, AI do a couple stretches. <laughs> Call the ball, ball, dude, ball dude, like, give me like 25, five spots, five shots. He fully AI. He ain't touched the ball all summer. Not, not saying he didn't love it, but like, that's just, he was so gifted that like, it just poured out of his pores. And you, you find that in, in, in the NBA sometimes, some guys just be, can be so gifted, they don't have to love it. They don't have to put work into it. Not saying that he didn't work. I, I didn't never saw him work. He always said he was gonna work. He probably put so much work in prior to that. By the time he, he said, I just heard him say he was gonna. Like, work. I heard him say he was gonna work, but like at that point in time in his career, he didn't have to do anything just to be AI. He, he, it just was him. You get a mix of those things: super talented guys that don't have to put that much work, guys who just are physically gifted, don't don't care about basketball, just do it to to, to support their families. And then you got guys who actually love it, and you can see that. You can actually see that by watching the game. But what's so funny, but that's where the clash comes in that. That's where that's, that's where that's the, where teammates don't get along. That's where teammates don't get along. So, and and this was always my theory. This was always my philosophy. Yeah, you got a person like him was, who's sleeping in a, an arena and yeah. like shooting at three o'clock in the morning. So now I know I'm prepared and you not you can't make a shot because you don't do nothing like mm -hmm. that. And, and y'all clash, right? And I'm like, well, so you you like, yo, we're gonna drop a player for him. Wow. <laughs> that he was at the club all night. I'm not passing in the ball. But fans don't know that. Yeah. People from like Sports Center, the Stephen A's, they don't know that. They're like, yo, dude is selfish. No, nah, I'm not selfish. Him partying all night, thinking he gonna get the ball is selfish. Right. I took a thousand shots last night getting ready for this game seven. He was in the club, three girls. And you want me to pass him the ball? No, not happening. Not gonna do it. You get psychopaths like him. I think that. Exactly. <laughs> but, 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 but it's all from a good place. Like, no, right. But, but, just, but you, get, but you understand what totally you're saying. Yeah, I, I know totally we're a team, but anyway, we, we all do our things. But you gotta, because I don't have the gift you have, I have to work for it. So when I don't see you working, it's like, no, I don't, I can't, I don't want to reward that. You've been rewarded too much for that lazy shit. I don't want to do it. That's what yeah, and good, good and bad teams, mm -hmm. like teams that like they got talent, but they can't really figure it out. Like because it'd be a, like a little clash between like the workers, the non-workers, guys who care about it, who really will get some sleep, who really pay attention, like who really live and die to winning a basketball game rather than just I just this is what I do. So let's talk about Duke a little bit. Let's, I'm gonna give you a hypothetical. Wow. Mm -hmm. So Coach K's having a cookout, invites all the former Duke players. Okay. Who gets the big piece of chicken? Shame about it. Shane's taking it. Christian Lander's not getting it. Bobby Hurd's like, 
Shane Betty. Shane Sexy. I think Shane Betty ain't gonna get that big piece of chicken. <laughs> Zion, not, they not doing their relationship, but for, for me, Shane, Shane ain't gonna get that chicken. You taking the chicken? Yeah. And Coach K, Shane maybe, wants something over, else. Over Lee? Who? Christian Leitner? I, th I think Shane. Shane is taking the chicken from Christian Leitner. I think Leitner. Shane's one of his, Shane's one of his guys, man. They, they've been, Shane, Grant, Shane, Grant might get the big piece of chicken too. They, they might fight. They might fight for it, yeah, but, yeah. If Coach K's making potato salad, is there raisins in it? Nah. It's, it's a good, is it a good? South Chicago. He's going he to okay. tell you. Good seasoning's appropriate. He's going to tell you. Not too much mayonnaise. He's going to tell you straight. I'm from the South Side of Chicago. Mind you, I didn't even want to go to Duke. Whole other story, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't we care here, about that's, I was on my way to Arizona. Wow. But that's just because I had never been there. I had never been to Arizona before. Did so. you take a trip out there before? Never. You were just like, I'm rolling. I'm transferring, and I had put my list of schools together. Today. What year? Uh, 2000. What? The, the, year, the, year, the, the year you, you got right? smacked in the national championship. Oh, you no, no. I'd, have been, I'd have been, no, I'd have been redshirting, and you'd have left. <laughs> you'd have left. I'd have been redshirting, you'd have left, and I'd have came in, and they forgot all about you. Hold on. I think they did it anyway. <laughs> They wanted me gone. <laughs> I mean, I was so bad. I was such a terrible, terrible student. It's like, yo, you should just go on the draft. Y'all had, had the fresh shoes and stuff. Like, I was going all places that had gear. Duke, um, well, Carolina, Arizona, Cincinnati, um, Georgia Tech, Paul Hewitt, like somebody I was looking at. And then I, had a, I had a, uh, no, no, well, I didn't know nothing about Oregon at that point in time. But, but I had a fifth school, and Duke called, and my pops was like, yeah, you're going to take a visit to Duke. And I was like, nah, I ain't. And my pops was, my pops was this person with a few words, don't talk that much. He's like, nah, you're going to take a visit to Duke. So I tried to be a jerk and take my visit first and then didn't, didn't take no other visits. Because Coach K got me in there, started at South Side of Chicago. I already, know what you, I already know what you're thinking. I got eight McDonald's All-Americans. Where do you fit at? I don't care about none of them. You play hard, like... You work your way into it, and I and he kind of like fed like what I wanted to hear, like I could earn my way in. I didn't care about like, oh, you gonna be a starter or not. I just knew that I wanted to compete. I wanted to see how good I really was. I didn't I didn't want no type of slot or tell me what you gonna do for me. I wanted to earn something, and he told me all that, and I was like, okay. I had my mama ship my stuff in. Can I start summer school? <laughs> he gas. He, he locked me in the office. He gas. He gas me to death. <laughs> but it wasn't gas. It was everything he promised. He he delivered on, and. I had the same notion about Coach K that most people do. Like, they look at him, and their perception is one way from watching the game and what the media says about him. He's a total opposite, one of the best human beings I've ever had. My oh. grandfather wasn't alive at that point in time, so he was, like, more of, like, a grandfather figure. He taught. He cared. Like, he was hard on me. Like, he, he, he did everything to get the most out of me. And like, You said Coach K, right? Yeah. Coach K, was, Coach K was dope. My mama hates him. My mama doesn't hate him. My mama's mad at him to this day. But because as a coach, I start understanding why he was doing what he was doing. Yeah, he figures we, out every player. Got, we connected. He figured out every you player. Know, me and your mama connected. And, and he found out what makes them tick. So he knew I could take constructive criticism. He knew I could take being yelled at. He knew he could yell through me to get to Gil because um, he couldn't really yell at Gil because Gil may be a little sensitive. So... He had to probably coddle Gil if Gil was one of his guys. Coddle but he would treat, but he would treat each, each individual as the one, not, not group accountability. Like, y'all need to be better. No, you gotta be better, you gotta be more of a leader. And he would never congratulate me. Because every time he congratulate me, I would just like start floating. But if he attacked me, 
he might see me take to another level. And then he attacked me again, another level. And then he's like, I'm just gonna see how far this can go with this kid. And mm. that's when you see- He got tortured. But that's, what? But, like, but that's it. But you, you challenge your players, like see how good you could be. I didn't get tortured. Now he never took it, he never was disrespectful, by no means. But my mom would come to a practice- Mama knows best. Mom would come to a practice and see like, why are you always yelling at him? Because, he, because he's capable of more. He tells straight to her face, he's capable of more. I didn't like him. Why? Because hmm? he didn't recruit him? No, 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 USA for your country. Yeah, it's all that stupid shit. All that stupid shit. Hunger. Yeah, he gonna he gonna play me. You get no minutes. Man, this is this is how. This is, <laughs> this, hell no, I get no minutes. But you know me. But you know me. Yeah. You know like they got Braun on one team, Chris Paul on one team, D Wade on one team, Chris Bosh on one team, Melo on one team. I have. Mike, uh, I got a uh, Brad Miller, Antoine, Kirk Heinrich, Shane Battier. You, so you know, you know how I'm getting down. I don't have to pass the ball. And he went with that ever, ever. So we playing against them. He mad at them for giving me the ball the whole time. It's like he personally has something against me. So we playing in 21. I got 18 of our 21. They trying to win. It's like yo, why y'all keep passing him the ball? He's our best scorer. So, so that's your, so that's why you have an you have a riff with him because because he's mad at them for giving me the ball and then so we get in the game everybody else playing but me. We're too old for this game. Listen, this is we playing Lithuania. He subs me in, three straight backs. Sub me out. Sub me out. We sub you out four though. I don't all I all I felt. You know, it may, maybe like a D Wade, CP. No, 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 Ron. no, 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 no. If Brad Miller came in for you. You get, Listen, you get to be mad. No, it was a, uh, it was Bruce Bowen. No, I ain't put Bruce. Bruce. You should feel disrespected. Hey, boy, you keep. Hey, listen, Bruce. listen. You, feel you know how, like, you know how you ball in so close. I, I got three straight, three straight buckets. Like I got in, uh, shot, shot, shot. I did one of those. Boom, boom, boom. Right, uh, so. Ooh, about to get heated. What's up? You me? Seconds ago. Yeah. Nigga sit on the bench. But you couldn't be Angel Zero. He let everybody else beat everybody. He was everybody. He did. He played me to the left. He did. We played Brazil. Did you get a get hurt? No, we played Brazil. D-Wade D- get hurt. He had to put me in. Locked up, locked up Barbosa. Hit a shot. Did you got the a- offensive rebound? We ended up winning the game because of it. Did you win the game? Did, did, did you get a gold medal? No. I, I left. They give you like an honor. I left. They give you an honorary gold medal. No, I left when Tupac. That's where 50 points came in at. Oh, That's where I said I'm giving 50 to Mike uh, to Mike D'Antoni because they was assistant coaches. Y'all did that shit. Okay. I wish you would have stayed. I wish you would have stayed. Hey, we gotta fight through adversity. What the hell am I gonna we say? We gotta fight through adversity. I'm sitting behind Bruce Bowen okay. and everybody. Hey, which one you're right? Okay. Shane Batty over there getting all this playing time. Hell no. Nah. But I was part of like that Nike Adidas. You know, it was. Playing bullshit, but no. I, I wasn't there I for it. I can't, I can't take that for him. If I had he was one, good, he was good to me. If I had one, if they said, but you can go and play one game, I give you amazing needs for one game, and you can pick the game to play in. 
It won't be no championship game. Be against that motherfucker right there. You, you, It'll be against you him. You say that one game for you and your prime versus Coach K. I would, I would, I would not change. I would not. You can play any game you want in the in your in your to take back. It'll be against Coach K that championship game, and I would never pass the ball again. I would never pass. I would swear to God, I wouldn't pass. Any help. We can lose by one hundred. I'm gonna have a hundred. You need help. So your mama was right. Nah, she was right. But Coach K and Coach O, they they okay. got a beef. They cool. No, we got we all got beef, man. All beef with Coach yeah, K. Whole Faith state, on site. whole state of Arizona on site. Faith, I supposed to whoop your ass as soon as you sat down. To be honest, you still holding out? Cool. You still holding out? Because because y'all got walked down. Listen, I was there. Bad. You was there. I watched it. Like you got walked down. Like you got it wasn't. You got walked down. <laughs> We we the same place. We I didn't pass the Dunleavy when we played just because of that. It's not our fault, man. Y'all got walked down. It happened. Some legendary stuff happened, man. Yeah, you was on the wrong side of it. Let that go, man. We friends now. I know we okay, friends. Okay, let it go. Let it go. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.